Brat, 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 brat. Welcome back to Welcome. another episode of Good, Good Story. We got a special guest on our episode yes, 43. 43. Can you believe it's 43? 43, man. man. Time flies. I tell you what. We're rocking with uh, our boys from West Valley, the champ himself. We're going to do some, give a better introduction as soon as uh, Hobart is ready and got all his statistics and everything going on. But it's good to see my boy out here in Happy Valley, where the church is still true out here in Happy Valley. Oh, you go to church? Judger! Yeah, this is a no just song, bro. Sleepless nights. All right, all right, all right. You know what? We always like to give moments for our DJ over here to, you know, start off his solo career career that's never started. He reminiscing Hobart. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest in our in our podcast room today. We have V. I know him as V, but on the government papers, he goes by Kent Mafileo, right? Yes, sir. Let's put our hands yeah. together and give him a round of applause. Let's go. Just playing. All right. So V is here also with his brother, right? Yes, Tell us a little bit about yourself and what's happening. Yeah, so V, let us know, man. We know you're a heavyweight champion here in Utah, and you fight under the what? What is the, uh, the pit? No, that's where he trains. Oh, yeah, the fierce fighter. Fierce. Yeah. That's right. I was gonna say fierce. Sorry. Mixed martial arts. Yeah. So it's out of Salt Lake. Tell us a little bit about yourself right now, V, if you don't mind. Um. 35 years old, I'm from Salt Lake City, uh, Murray area, but uh, I lived, I've been all over Salt Lake, so yeah. I just claim Salt Lake. There you um, go. So when they announce you, they go, coming in from Salt Lake City. Yeah, I oh. think so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> How long you been fighting, V? Uh, since 2015, I had my first fight. Nice. And do you remember, did you win? Yeah, I won. All right. So What's how your, many total fights? Yeah. Total right now, I think I'm at 14. 14. Man. Well, how many of it does it count? I'm 4 0 as a professional heavyweight. So let's go. So, so what is what is the what is your uh, goal as far as being an MMA heavyweight fighter? Uh, I'm trying to go all the way. I, I want to go to the UFC and uh, mm. fight the best in the world. Yeah. So how, how how does a person like yourself get to that level? Like with UFC. Like, how do you, do you apply? Do people just recognize your skills? Uh, I think it has a lot to do with uh, who you know and uh, just getting your name out there. Yeah. Politics? Politics, but uh, you got to You know what? Let's call Dana White right now. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> we know people that know people that know people. So when did you find out in life that you wanted to become a fighter? Because I remember you were a barber. You're a jack of all trades. Let us know. Uh, I've I've known since a child. I always wanted to be a fighter. Oh, okay. Remember what, my dad watching Friday night fights as a kid and just uh, being uh, like uh, obsessed with fighting. Yeah, I yeah. Just always. Who was one of the fighters you you uh, followed or looked up to? Uh, I like Mike Tyson a lot. Obviously, I was real young, but. Uh, 
James Tony, I remember, was one of my favorites. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. Okay. Roy Jones Jr. That's my favorite right there. Yeah. And uh, so how many how many steps you have left before you can enter that UFC level? Um, I'm th- I'm thinking uh, I'm four and zero right now. So one more fight, I feel like I'll be on the knocking on the door for a big promotion, whether it's Bellator, UFC, uh, nice LFA. But yeah, my goal and my dream is to to make the UFC. Nice, and uh, like you know, watching UFC, we're noticing a lot of Polynesians in there. Like, do you have any contact with any of those guys or anybody close to that nature? Because I know there's a lot of fighters that train out of Utah and a lot of, uh, actually, a lot of well-known UFC guys come out of Utah. Like, do you train with any of them? Uh, yeah, my coach, Ramsey, Ramsey Nijum, he's uh, he's ex-UFC. He was an ultimate fighter finalist. Uh-huh. Uh, also, Court McGee's from in this area. We did a lot of work in with him. Okay. Uh, as far as the Polynesians in the UFC, I don't. I don't really have too many connections with them. I know my coach knows uh, Carl. From he's from Vegas. Uh, I don't know. His Carl Wolfgram. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Costco guy. Oh, come on, I like Carl. Yeah. That, that, that just shows I, I don't know anybody in the UFC game or the MMA stuff, but we we had an opportunity to like, what's up, Stu? It's my OG that just walked by. Stu. Stu Ngaleai. Anyways. Let's go. But uh, sorry, we're, we're a busy office that run through here. We got a lot of people going on. But V, I want to know like your background. I want to know like, obviously you got a little brother here. You grew up in here in Utah. Yes. And did your, your dad fight? No. Okay, so anybody in your family that, like, you know, uh, you saw? Yeah, all three of my brothers fight. Me and both my brothers fight. My, my oldest brother, Alan, uh, he started, he was the first one to fight. He's 2-0 and as a professional heavyweight. And then uh, Taylor's still amateur, and he fights at uh, 170, mm. and uh, he's currently 1-1. One Nice. So, yeah, it's kind of a- so growing up, we my dad and them they always played cricket at the uh, Kearns Park, and then right across there there was that wasn't that that MMA training center right there in Kearns? You ever trained over there? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the the UCTC. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. One off forty six, forty fifth. No, yeah. I never trained at that location, but I've trained at that gym. They have a they had another one in. Uh- but that's an MMA thing because the reason yeah. why I asked that because I see that. It's become such a popular sport in the country, especially amongst our Polynesian kids. I see a lot of younger boys, especially in Hawaii. Uh, they, you know, you got the the Max Hollowells, you know, and uh, obviously Sean uh, Holloway, Holloway, yeah, Hollowell, yeah. Well, you know, that's why I say I don't really know anybody. And then yeah. you got what's his name, uh, Penn, um, BJ Penn, BJ, BJ Penn, you know, and all yeah. those guys. And then now you got this new era of uh, Polynesians come out the the Tafa guy, yeah, and then uh, the one that just lost Pedro. Tyson Pedro. Tyson Pedro. Tai Tuivasa. Right. And you got this big wave of guys, and I see you, you know, as one of those guys. Now, do you, do you feel like this is something that, you know, because you've, like Hobart said, cut hair and stuff like that, but do you feel like this is your calling in life? Yeah, most definitely. I feel like uh, this is uh, my – I'm passionate about this, and uh, this is where – This is your full-time job, right? Yeah. Yeah. So with doing that as your full time job, you have a lot of sponsors, people that are sponsoring you to, yeah, to do I have, that. Uh, 
have a few. We'll send solids. a shout out to yeah, send a shout out to your sponsors. sponsors. You know, uh, Water Wellness out of Salt Lake, man, they're game changer. They're they're Is a uh, supplement company. Alkaline water, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, whoa, of, top of the line, right there, yeah, baby. They have the hydrogen water. They have they have just purified, but they're definitely game changer. Yeah. Uh, Mill Creek Nutrition. They're a nutritional company. Yeah. All uh, local companies. Yeah, all local. Now, you know, we, we, we're listening to in nine different countries. Uh, we have thousands of, I know this sounds good, but we're all Throw all it the out pl- there, bro. Throw it out uh, there. We, you know, statistically, we're, you know, <laughs> kind of a little big deal, you know. I so, mean, you know, but uh, not to toot our own horn. But we're know? on all toot the, toot. We're, we're on all the major platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts. So guys can get us wherever you get your podcast stuff. We're on there. On World the wide. Yeah, we're on, we're on Google. We're on Safari, you know, all, all the major platforms that you can Talk get us on. So we want to be able to, like, put you out there as a positive thing. Now, I don't know what your, your upbringing was, but if you hang around with Hobart, we kind of knew what that background is. <laughs> but we feel like this is something that has moved you along and something that's positive, something that you're able to, you know, redirect all that energy that you spent and wasted with Isaiah and Hobart to do something more positive. Do you feel the same way? Like, tell us. I want to know what your day to day is. Like, you get up, you run, jump rope, like all that rocky stuff. Yeah, I want to hear us all know about your diet. diet. Yeah, all let that. us know what's um, going on. Yeah, we. I get up. I usually just have like a morning shakeout, stretch a little bit, and then uh, we have pro team at the pit at eleven a.m. So I usually do that, and then. I'll get like a, what does that mean? You guys get up there and the, hug each other uh, up? Or? Yeah, all the pro guys meet in the morning, and then like the amateur guys, they meet at night. So just our core pro team members, like the, the guys that fight professionally, we all meet in the morning. Oh, so all the big dogs in the morning. Because when people yeah. say mixed martial arts to me, what are the disciplines that you're learning? Are you learning jujitsu? Are you learning, you know, kempo? Are you learning kung fu? You know, no, full young. Like what? <laughs> tell 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 me what you're doing. Like what are this? Because mix up martial arts means everything. Boxing. Yeah. So tell me what disciplines that you had to learn. That's that's like in the game now. That's why I said even fighting has changed. Because when Ultimate Fighter started out, you know, people guys are just going out and just no, no weight. Yeah, no weight <laughs> yeah. limit. They were going out and just swinging for the fences. Like now, you gotta you, you gotta have a plan. You gotta be able to, you know. Oh yeah, you got to be well rounded and right. You can't just you can be one dimensional, but then you'll ne- it's like uh, Derek Lewis, the Black Beast. He, he knocked. He has, I think, the most knockouts in the UFC. But recently, he's just been getting wrestled and taken down. Because people figured him out. Yeah, yeah, he's the one trick pony. Yeah, he's like dangerous Kim- if he hits you, but you know if you can Kimball slice. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Tuesdays are grappling which is a, a mix between wrestling and jujitsu. And Wednesday I meet with strength and conditioning coach. Uh, he's Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, but just for like Monday through Friday. Thursday we sparred today. And mm. then uh, Friday is like a one-on-one with my head coach. Monday is a one-on-one with my striking coach. So Man, wow. That's a busy schedule. On uh, a few nights a week I try to swim or get some type of car oh, yeah. by myself. Man. So, so it, in an op, if you had an opportunity to start earlier, what do you think your first discipline would have been? Boxing? 
Wrestling? That's what I started with boxing. You started but boxing? If I, if, yeah, my first discipline, if I would have took wrestling more serious. I wrestled one year. and These I two guys don't know anything about discipline. We're talking about fighting with real fighters, me and you. I got you. you know, try <laughs> so you yeah. boxing and stuff like that. So now you wrestle. Nope. You've been knocked out yeah. while you. Have you ever, like, uh, you ever like the out of the four knockouts that you had, were these fighters that, like, because uh, you, you have to study film just like with all sports. Or these these fighters that you know, like like if you were to say what's your strong point, what would it be? Uh, I'd say stand up for sure, yeah. oh. just because that's my foundation. Was I started with boxing, so that's where I feel more uh, comfortable. But mm-hmm. uh, I've been working on my wrestling and my jujitsu, my just overall ground game a lot, and uh, I'm pretty confident in, in where it's at. And I I know I have a lot to learn, but I'm feeling like a complete martial artist. I mean. Like, do you have to, like, practice grappling with, like, some bigger guys just to kind of get you ready for, for like, a fight night or something, you know? Yeah, just to- most of my wrestling opponents are, or partners, training partners are, like, 300 pounds, high 200s, wow. high 200s. Or one guy, Joe, his friend, he's, like, 350 right now. Wow, 350. It's good to just get that weight. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Feel that pressure on me, get me, get me used to it and ready. What's your favorite lock? Um, Lip lock. <laughs> Not yours. I'm oh, talking to V right now. Oh, sorry. I'm talking to V. Uh, my favorite is probably the standing guillotine. I have a couple wins oh. by that. Yeah, how, yeah. how about how about figure four leg lock? No, nah, that's on WWE, bro. Huh? That's hey, not real yeah. fighting. Yeah. Right? That, that, don't say that's not real. I've seen people bleed. Oh yeah. I don't know about bleed, but maybe like strain of muscle. Okay, so we bones. all know that wrestling and MMA and everything, even football, is entertainment. Now, what do you think about MMA? Is it really entertainment or are you really out there to just take somebody's head? Are you um, taking heads or are you just like you want to play to the crowd like you know? I feel like there's a bit, a form of it that needs to be entertaining. And as an individual, as a a fighter, you need to be entertaining to your to your crowd. Yeah. But the, just fighting alone, I uh, to me, it's like kill or be killed. It's not really. Yeah, because the reason why I bring that up is it who's your, whoever your agent is to get into the UFC is probably marketing. I mean, you got to have a name like Iceman, you know, you know, or the. The hip smasher, you know, or something like that, you know. I'm just saying, like, you got to have something that that intrigues the crowd, like like you a could, gimmick. You like need you, a gimmick. Like you coming in with a with with all eyes on me, you know, or something. You know, somebody got a song that they had a rapper, you know, put out for them. Like, what is your gimmick? Uh, my gimmick, I feel like, is just uh, being being violent. I want to be known as the, the most violent. Like I, I want to do it in a in a beautiful fashion, but I want to. I'm here to to entertain by with pure violence. Like I'm trying to cause blood and Dance. yes, control yeah. chaos. Stitches and yeah, like all of my four fights, they had to get stitched up. Wow. What? How about you, V? Have v, you? Uh, I got your name now. Have you ever been uh, hurt in a fight before? I've had a little bit of blood and like broken a, a finger or two, but. As far as a professional, no, I haven't. Nobody's I haven't, put that on you. I've been hit like two or three times out of four or five, and haven't bled nice. my own blood yet. So, are you a two or three piece kind of guy? Uh, I feel like 
Probably three. What does that mean? Oh, no. oh only fighters know this. Okay. Three piece. Hey, no shut of, your mouth. Three, fall back, soldier. Shut fall mouth, back. <laughs> v, v, this is what I want to know, V. What are we going to do to get our Polynesian kids, our youth out there to get into what you're doing? Because... I feel what you're doing is a good way to get these kids off the streets, man. And, and it's a good way to direct energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? You, like, you're right there in the forefront to, like, lead that in a way, V. That's just my opinion. Like, this is how you get to the UFC. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. like, talk about it. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I feel like so many of uh, our Polynesian community, they focus on more football or basketball. And uh, it's so hard to make it there. Not that it's not that it's not a. It's not guaranteed. It's not a possible dream or goal but it's just so there's other avenues yeah few and far between but with the fighting i feel like it's uh it's becoming a lot more popular so it makes it more competitive which makes it harder but there's still a lot of there's a lot of room in mma and uh i feel like a lot of our polynesian kids could even if they're not planning on going to the ufc just training and getting that discipline yeah because it leads to other things you know and it just calms you down you know kids it's a good outlet for for our people 100%. speaking of P- polynesians right do we have any polynesians out there that have like their own gym for you know our people to co- be a little bit more comfortable to go and train or do you know people that give out good deals because training nowadays seems like it's a little bit expensive go ahead know, and ask Hobart, can his boys get in come on yeah it can definitely be expensive but uh as far as it's like Paul, he owned gyms. I'm not sure, but I know uh, Sione Boha, he's he's the boxing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He helps yeah. a lot. That's of that OG games. from K-Town, baby. Yeah. And, uh, Heavy-handed. Zeke Latu, he's over at Fight City. He's He got a lot of young Paulies that he's been training nice. recently. So I, just, I mean, that's, that's what we need. We need yeah, a Paulie yeah. owned gym, yeah. like, especially in West Valley. Cause, yeah. yeah, Hobart's going to put that money up for that. He's going to do that <laughs> for us. I'll, I'll buy cases of water. Because cause the thing is, that's the story of Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was a, a troublemaking thug kid that was always getting into trouble, redirected. I mean, you know, he, he went on a vacation for a little while because some things he after he got money. Yeah. But that's another step. No of means kids, no, Mike. Because that's another step of helping kids to manage your money. Yeah. You know, get to a point and then, I mean, I don't know how many millions of dollars that that Mike Tyson got, but I hope V when he gets millions of dollars, he don't buy that house in Vegas. You know, that used to be Mike Tyson's. Oh, I think Mayweather bought that house. Yeah. Oh no. 50 cent bought that house. Yeah. And if you can't be a fighter, there's always other positions that you can go for. Like Leroy used to wash my mouthpiece all the time (laughs) during fights. Remember that? But you didn't fight all of a sudden. Anyways. All right. Oh no. I remember Tama. (laughs) I Yo, name drop. Oh, so anyways, shout out to Tommy. That's my boy right there. Anyways, back, 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 back to the back to the to to the fighting aspect of it. A lot of a lot of people sometimes put a negative stigma on stuff like that, like MMA fighting. That's just for the kids and stuff like that. But now you see like corporate people going to these retreats and spending thousands of the restaurants, restaurants yep. thousands of dollars to learn how to do a takedown. And then they understand the discipline of diet, mental health, you know, and all these different things that related to being a fighter. Now, a fighter could relate to other things in, in life. And so, I mean, even while you're fighting, I think you could do a lot of good things with, you know, because of your background in motivational speaking. 
you know, and things like that. So tell me, like, five years from now, what do you see yourself doing five years from now? Uh, five years from now, I'll be 40. So uh, I you feel like young man, towards the end of my fighting career. Really? Yeah, I don't feel like Some of those guys, like Tank Abbott, those guys, they've been fighting forever, you know? Yeah. It started I, earlier. I feel like I'm in my prime right now. And yeah. I, and I got a, a few years of, 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 Experience. of real work I can put out. And uh, so five years from now, I feel like I'd be more towards leaning towards the coaching side of it. Yeah. That'd be cool. No gym ownership or whatever, whatever. I I still want to be involved, but uh, fighting, I think I'll be towards the end of my career in five years. Yeah. It's exciting to see because this is a different aspect of things that's going on, especially in the Polynesian community. And a lot of the negative things, negative things that are going on in the Polynesian community is because kids don't find other things to do besides football Basketball. I remember my son said he wanted to be an MMA fighter, and I told him no, no. So, like, even to buy a speed bag, get dropped like your daddy used you know, to. You know, remember or, that line? Or, or or get a heavy bag. I'm just ignoring him right now. I'm about to turn his mic off. But <laughs> you know, so but I'm saying like those little things. Like if you talk to a kid, and I'm a parent, I'm coming up to you and I'm saying, V man, I want my kid to you know burn off some of this energy. Where should I start? What are you telling them? Uh, jump rope. Yeah, basic, basic thing. heavy bag, jump rope, like you said. Uh, but it's more like a mentality. They they have to want to. They want to, to want it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not fun. All that training's not fun all the time. You know, it, it has fun areas, and it it can become fun. But uh, for the most part, jump roping's not fun, and yeah. running's not fun, and you know, so they have to want to. Culturally, how does this how does this sport? Uh, Reflect your culture, like no more money. Okay, no more loyosi. Like, well, yeah. What's your no, diet? No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm heavyweight, so I, eat, I whatever eat, you want. Yeah, I eat pretty good. What you I weighing eat. in at, V? Right now, I'm like two sixty. Oh, okay. So the limit's two sixty five, so I'm right around. Oh, right so you can't be but like three hundred. There's heavyweight. There's super heavyweight, right? They're like two ninety, and then they cut weight to make heavyweight. V, you seen that? You seen that uh, documentary, The Game Changers? You got to go look it up. Plant-based. I, I've had a few people tell me that. I was like, I don't know. That's, you got V, the strongest my, man alive. It's against my culture. It's plant-based. <laughs> yeah, man. Straight look it up. Quiet. Look it up. Ain't look no up. Polynesians that are plant-based, man. The game you changers, you don't eat bro. meat, you not Polynesian. The game changers. Look it up. I'm just saying from, a, from an athlete's point of view. Yeah, you're athlete. right. They did yeah. studies. I'm an athlete. That plant-based diet athletes hey, have statistics, more energy. bro. He's bringing out the statistics. I can see, I can see that. I'm just saying, you got to look it up, Hobie. Bro, the game I, changers. Yeah. So, V, just to tell you, there's a running joke in our podcast that Strons is our stat guy and all his stats are always wrong. So, I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> so, you know, historically, it's like, all his stats it's like, are good. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Like that. You guys ever seen Home Improvement? You know that neighbor that you only see half of his face? Wilson. That That's Strons. We don't ever know when he's coming and going, hey. but his stats is like look always wrong. Look it up, wrong. V, the game changers. So, I'll do that. Other podcasts, they got a running joke. We got a running guy who just has always wrong stats. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> hey, V, as a fighter, like, it sounds like your agenda is pretty busy. Everything's booked out. Like, what do you do to find balance? You know, what do you do other than training or, like, do you meditate? Do you just go hang out with the boys? Yeah, I meditate. Uh just try to have a balance, you know. I uh, I used to, you know, drink a little bit, but okay. now that I've been a professional, I'm trying to just take it serious and be, you know, yeah. 
really disciplined and uh I don't I don't go out. I used to hit the club on the weekends. Okay. Can't be doing that anymore, V. Can't yeah. do that, V. Were you always yeah. at the thirteenth floor to watch the DJ and the MC? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, okay. He was too young back then. Oh, bro. okay. You used to go yeah. with Hobart up to the top floor. No, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. What's that one club? Did you leave? Did you leave the electric slide at the club when you walked up? <laughs> did you walk up and go, "Excuse me, DJ." It's electric. <laughs> nah, nah. I know V was one of those guys. You know, just chilling, yeah. chilling. What about the the home situation? You got kids. You get you married. You know, all that situation. No, no kids yet. Uh, I do have a girlfriend right now. Okay. Sorry, ladies. Yeah, no, no oh, let me message all the way. Oh, he's yeah. taking. No, no. The only reason why yeah. I have that is like, how is that affecting you with your training? Like, you, 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 you gotta limit your time with your relationships. I mean, no, she's understanding. She, she's on the same uh, mission. She's trying oh, to good. get you get there. Yeah. She knows if if I make it, we make it. We That's my it. team. Know, That's my team. Because when you eat, we all eat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't forget yeah. us when you know we want the floor seats right next to the cage and yeah, stuff like that. Sure. You know? Yeah, <laughs> right next to Joe Rogan. You. When's your next fight? V? It was in April, but I think it's going to get pushed back to July. Okay. Let us yeah. know. Is there yeah. certain people that you just want to fight? Like, is there one wanna, person on I, your... I want to fight everybody, man. No, I, no, I mean, I, but is there a list of a person like, I, you know... I want to fight John Jones. That's what I was going to say. Ooh, Russia. Yeah, you think he'll be too old when you uh, get in there, or what? We're the same age. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah you think, oh, you think you're he'll be off prime, cocaine? Bro. <laughs> you're in your yeah. prime. Hey, fight him with cocaine on him. Shoot. <laughs> fight him with all. Anyway, all the views that are expressed on this podcast are not only those of the person that's talking. Hobart's. No, no, no. That was Strong's voice. Anyways, so I want to, man, I'm, I'm so happy we got you out here and we wanted you to, to shout out your fight, but you don't know if it's going to happen though, yeah. uh, April. But do you have like uh, certain things that you want to, you know, talk about? There's some, like a sponsor, somebody that you want to thank getting you down this road besides yeah. your coach, you know, send them a shout out, you know. Uh, I'd like to thank Elite Smoking Vape. They're my first sponsor. They, uh, He's believed in me from the, from the jump and always been there for me when I, whenever I needed anything and just mm. all my fights, he's there. So uh, Where's that located? That's over there off of 45th and uh, – One more time. What was the name? 4500 South and right off of I-15. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next the, to the McDonald's, yeah, right? Yeah, it's the yeah. smoking vape. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well – Let's take a look at that, man. Let's look people at that man. believe. And so we got the that. champ that's holding it down with this championship belt. 4-0 professional fights. He's yes, 4-0. And he's got an upcoming fight. We're supposed to be in April, but we're looking forward to it. All of you guys go check him out. Check out, support, and uh, let us know that – you know, when your next thing is happening, if whatever you got, and you're always more than welcome to come out here. Once again, yes, we sir. like to thank our sponsors, Bucked Up, Nutri Cost, Cut Bop. You guys ever ate at Cut Bop? Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, Korean Cut Barbecue. Bop, yeah. So, yeah, yeah they, that's our sponsors. And then uh, Savage Fish. We Actually, we got Savage Fish Poke right here in Orem off of State Street. Yes, If sir. you go buy your pokes from 5 to 9 during the dinner time, you get a 20% discount if you mention Good Story. So on that note, we like to wrap it up. We like to thank V and his brother yeah. for coming out and checking us out. One more time, let's get this out. Molly coming, baby. Yes, sir. Molly coming. It may, only coming in May. So everybody tune in and have a great weekend as we finish up this episode 43. Let's go.